Fresh like I just got a contract. Fresh like I just got a max. Roll up that we ballin' to the max. Fresh like I got a contract. Moving through the city, we be going. Alrighty fans, what's up? How y'all doing? Welcome. We are here. We are back. We are live like Craig Mack, as I always say, with that flavor in your ear. We're live on YouTube right now, dot com slash HB Media TV, as well as YouTube.com slash Hoops and Brews. I am here. This is Hoops and Brews, the show where we drink beer and we talk basketball. Today, we have a special guest with us, a draft prospect uh, out of the way of Texas. Um, I did my research on him today. He's a guy that's considered to be a top five draft sleeper right now. So hopefully his stock continues to go through the roof and we can see this man in the league. But as always, this show stars rapper Pavy. Go ahead. Talk to the people. Let them know where they can find you at. As always, man, uh, at Twitter, at Pavy World, P-A-V-Y World, all one word. Um, Pavy.com. Go check that out. By the way, nice intro, bro. Thank you, bro. I nice intro, bro. Oh, nice you intro. Like you like that? I did like the yeah, intro. Yeah, yeah, I did like yeah. the intro. I kind of want to play like that again. Can I play that again? Let's play, play it again. Play, play, I, just, I just edited play, this intro yeah, before we play, started. Yeah. I like, let's come on. Let's go. Fresh like I just got a contract. Fresh like I just got a max. Roll up that's we ballin' to the max. Fresh like I got a contract. Moving through the city, we be going. Yeah. All right, okay. I'm sorry. I had to. I had to again. We got that new intro. I had to put something in there because it's been silent because we're doing the live streams now. It's a little, but it's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting better. We're getting better every week. We're getting better. We're still getting better. But as always, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram at RealTPJ. That's R-E-E-L-T-P-J. It's a film joke. If you don't get it, you damn dummy. And as always, make sure you like this video. You subscribe to the channel. Please feel free. Go check out all of our NBA content. We have Tons and tons of NBA content on YouTube.com slash uh, Media TV. Um, so make sure you go and you check that out. We have interviews. We got post games. We got highlights from before for the past three seasons. Go ahead. Do that. But today on Hoops and Brews, we actually have a very special guest. Um, he is a draft prospect that is considered to be one of the top five sleepers, according to some of my research that I've been doing. Um, he is a great guy. He is a four-year actual college athlete, um, so this is his fourth year. He, I believe he's in his senior year now, and in his senior year, his stats went up all the way across the board. So I want to personally welcome Leslie Varner Jr. to the program. Leslie, welcome to Hoops and Brews. How you doing, man? How you feeling today? I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for having me. No problem, no, man. We appreciate you. So, um, you know, we you know we appreciate you, um, you know, for coming through, and obviously. Um, you know, you're, you know, you're a hooper, so we are hoopers. So we want to talk to you about what life is like as a hooper, because we cover the sport. So we want to know what's been going on, how you've been feeling, how's everything going with the coronavirus and COVID and how are you kind of maintaining things as you kind of, you know, get ready and gear up toward the NBA draft coming up in a couple months. I've just been taking it really just one day at a time, making sure I'm out the way, but also grinding day by day, making sure I consistent in the gym and also keeping in condition while getting a good lift in also. Mm-hmm. And just the gym starting to open back up here in Texas. And I don't know what the case is rising, if they may close soon. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to put in the work while I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did that work? Like, I mean, obviously, you know, on days when they want everybody to stay in the house, like what are those things that you do to kind of help keep yourself, I'm sorry, keep yourself in shape when you aren't, you know, able to get to the gym? Well, you know, are you in the house like, 
doing a bunch of push-ups and curls on some, you know, some Bo Jackson or some Herschel Walker stuff where they doing a thousand push-ups a thousand day. Push-ups you know? Her- That's probably the wildest part ever about Herschel Walker. The man never lifted weights. He just did a thousand, a thousand push-ups, push-ups and sit-ups a day. I'm sorry, but go ahead, Leslie. I just got different like size resistant bands I do here for like strength and stuff. And then I also do a lot of conditioning outside for just running miles around the neighborhood. And then I have a hoop also in my backyard. So I'm just consistent staying outside and when I can and when it's not raining and it's a good weather, just consistent staying and putting in that work. But um, can you for a second just take us back to, I guess, you know, when the NCAA stopped the season? Um, you know, I'm pretty sure it was what, right before the, because you guys are in the um, WAC conference. So it had to yeah. be like right before the conference tournaments. You know, and it's, it's like, especially you, you know, being a four-year you know, prospect, I feel like that's the conference tournaments and the NCAA tournament really, you know, when when a lot of the, you know, uh, mid-majors, because you may not see them on TV, you know, every day like a Duke or North Carolina, but the mid-majors when the conference tournaments comes, all those games are, you know, um, on TV. So can you just take me back, I guess, to when they canceled this season, where you were, what you guys were doing, how you found out, and just what, and just what was your reaction to it? Oh man, we was we was very excited just going out to WAC Vegas this year because that's where we have our tournament at is Las Vegas every year. So we arrived on like a I think it was like a a Tuesday and then we were supposed to play Thursday. So we arrived Tuesday, we rest for Tuesday, then Wednesday we woke up, had practice at UNLV. It was a great practice and we was ready to play on Thursday. So when we got back to the hotel around Wednesday night, our coach told us just to stay alert because the, the game might get canceled because of uh, the coronavirus and how how much it was rose, rose over the time. So as we woke up for breakfast, coach called us down. It was like, hey, I'm sorry, guys, and especially my seniors, but the, it's become a, a epidemic in the world and they canceled the whole tournament and everything. And that's just all he had to say for us and how much he was sorry. And we just had our end of the year discussion with him and, that's all he had for us. So, like, after that, just, like, what was your process? Like, process, do you go back to school? Do you go back? Like, what do you do after, like, okay, well, they just canceled my season? Because I'm sure, like, college campuses really weren't even having classes at that point in time. I mean, it's like, what do you, like, get, what's, like, what's the process? Yeah, it was devastating at first. We just, it was kind of surreal. So, we just had to just take some time to think about it, talk to our parents, talk to our coach, and just find what the next great step for us to be and just take it however we need to take it. And um, as far as far as like draft wise, like what's 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 been the process for you? I mean, because like I said, obviously, you know, how, how much do you think not having that college tournament could have possibly, um, you know, affected you as far as stock and also as far as you know people getting to get some more tape on you? And just again, like, what's the process been like? You know, because obviously the combine would have happened, the draft would have happened already, the combine would have happened already. I don't even know if there is going to be a combine. Is there going to be a combine? I don't, I don't. It's not even really for sure right now. Yeah, so like, so like, what's the like, what's the what's the process? I do. Do you even get to contact team? Do people get to contact you? Like, what's the process? Mm-hmm. Um, as of right now, like it's been NBA teams contacting my college coaches and also my agent. So that's kind of how they're going about it this year, just contacting more going through agents and schools of that sort. But we also can talk to the teams also, and I have a couple calls already about to be set up in the next couple months. Makes sense. Well, congrats on that first and foremost. Yeah, thank you. Um, but yeah, so it, it's 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 see, it's it's been a really interesting because I was really wondering about this. It's been a really interesting time to me because I'm like, yo, like even you know growing up when I would um you know watch. I mean, I remember even like watching. If I could just throw a name out there, like like Jameer Nelson and like um Delonte West. You know when they went, to, I think it was Saint Joe's. Was it? I think they went to Saint Joe's. Mm-hmm. 
that's a college where like they weren't on TV every single day. But then you get to the time. I mean, like even like hell, Steph Curry when he gets to the tournament, he becomes Steph Curry. Before then, like yeah, he was average. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, you can really really make like um like a name for yourself. And you being a um senior, you know, sometimes I know people have the stigma about you know seniors. Like you stay all four years, the potential yeah. isn't. Um, you know, like isn't on the same. So I've had to steer that like this might be a draft where a lot of guys may slip through the cracks and you may see like you know second round picks that really should have been first round picks if they would have been like a normal draft situation and they might end up you know first team, second team all rookie. So I guess how do you feel about that? Um and also because how do you feel about the stigma of like seniors not having as much potential as a guy who's 19 years old? I mean, I understand the 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 people that come up with that theory, but as of me, I'm a kind of young senior. I just turned 22 April 29th. So I should really be a junior, but I'm kind of a young senior also. But it is some seniors that come out at, at the ages between 24 to 28. And I guess they that's considered an old senior, which I can see. But, I mean, at the end of the day, hoops is hoops. So, I mean, if you get the job done, you get the job done. Yeah. And can you talk to me about your progression from your junior to senior year? Because I see here you were shooting 29% from three as a senior and go up to above 40%. Well, no, 20, 29% as a junior go to about 40% as a um, senior. So can you talk about, I guess, your mindset coming into your um, senior year, what you worked on in the um, summer, and how you got to translate to actual play? Because, I mean, that's a 10-point jump in, three-point percentage. That's a, a, I mean, everything went up. The free throw percentage went up. So can you just talk about, just I guess, the mindset um, and how you got to translate to actual basketball? Yeah, just my junior going into my senior year, I just felt like it was time for me to take it up another notch. And I talked to my, my coaches and my parents about it and, we had a couple guys graduating, so I felt that I was going to be the leader coming into my senior role, and I was going to need to lead my team. So I had to just take it more serious my junior summer year to get the things and the percentages and all that up for my senior year, which I did, which I think worked out pretty good. How many uh, shots did you um did you want to take per day? Uh, you talking about per game? No, like no, no, like per day, like just, 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 just oh, like in the summer. Was it like, like yeah? Was it like we you taking five hundred shots, a thousand shots, two thousand shots? Like, oh man. I probably I take about well I ain't gonna say take make I'm gonna say make I make about 400 shots before class and then go to class and then after practice I'll make another 200 shots at the practice and just keeping that routine day by day and then even if I do want to come up after practice and shoot another make another 200 shots I do that also on a consistent basis. Crazy, crazy, Thomas. For me, I think my questions for you are, you know, um, obviously this is going to be a tough, you know, role for you as a draft prospect to be able to, you know, you know, you know not only to get drafted, because I think this honestly hurts everybody, including a guy like LaMelo Ball, who is the consensus number one pick probably, you know, by most people because of the fact that even he can't go out and really prove himself in the combine. They can't really get a chance to see his athleticism. You're a guy that, you know, has clearly made, um, you know, upgrades across the board. So even if, let's just say, you know, this hurts your chances of making the actual NBA, what are the, you know, you know, you know what are the paths that you're looking towards, you know, in, in terms of alternatives, if that dream isn't successful? Are you looking to play overseas? Are you looking to play in, the, you know, to try to make that run in the G League? Because I did see a couple, you know, articles mentioned that you would potentially be a great G League prospect as well. And we know that now the NBA has a lot of two-way players as well. And you're also not a guy, as Pavi mentioned, that's coming in at 19 years old. So you probably will be, um, you know, much more able to go into a locker room and instantly be able to, um, you know, kind of gel with the guys because you're not a 19-year-old. You're kind of a 22-year-old. You're able to drink and those kind of things versus like, 
a guy like Kobe come in at 17 and everybody else is in their is in their mid 20s or you know 30s it you know it's kind of that fish out of water environment what are you kind of looking at as your path if the NBA isn't kind of the first option for you um, for right now, I think my, my best second option would be that G League route. I feel like I can develop there and be around other guys who had that experience in the G League, and I could just rise up and learn a lot from those guys also. But if the G League doesn't work out either, then overseas, that would be also a good option for me to have. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I actually know um, you know a few guys that have played overseas and that genuinely enjoy it. You know, Obviously, I hope you make it to the league. I want you to make it to the league. I want to be able to say, hey, we talked to Leslie Barnes Jr. the second in 2020 before he won them MVPs in that All-Star game and, uh, you know, you know, an All-Star game MVPs and all of it. So, um, yeah. So, and also the other question that I have for you is personally, like as a young person, um, today and I don't and I'm not going to ask you to kind of get you know dive into your full thoughts about Black Lives Matter and all of that stuff because um, I, I don't I don't personally think that that's kind of what we invited you to talk about but as a young person what are your thoughts on everything that's going on in the world and how do you feel as an athlete because you're one of those guys that has hit a game winner so you know you know how it feels to bring joy to people in clutch moments and and, and how you know sports can you know, bring people together and galvanize people and bring them together. What do you feel, um, you know, sports in terms of people wanting sports to come back? How do you feel about that? What do you think about that as kind of a young person living in today and also a person that is someone that entertains and, you know, and, and, and is, is, and is doing the thing that everybody is going to watch? Mm -hmm. Well, first I think as far as black lives matter, people should continue to bring a focus to it just to make sure that we get that love as everybody else is equal and no one's put above the next person. And also just with, as far as being an athlete, I feel like that we should put the focus on it. We shouldn't just let things go hidden under the rug and we should speak up about it, mm -hmm. but do it in a respectful manner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. That was, that was as eloquently <laughs> and as concisely as you can put it. Yeah. And I, I appreciate that. Seriously. Yeah. But now let's go ahead. Now, we're ready. We definitely appreciate you for talking to us about what... Actually, this is another thing. This is another thing I really want to talk to you about. What is the transition like from a guy that is a high school athlete into the college experience when you know that you aren't necessarily instantaneously going to be a first-round draft pick? Like, like you know, how how is that experience? Are you more so playing for your scholarship or are you... You know, kind of, you know, how, you know, how does that work? You know, you know, you know, kind of what's that life like for a guy that isn't coming into a Duke or coming into any college and looking at being an NBA prospect year one that knows that they will have to grind and work their way to become a draft prospect like yourself? Well, I don't really know about for how other people think about it, but mm -hmm. my main thing, how I thought about it, I just loved it because I just had that chip on my shoulder. It felt like, okay, I'm going to just prove everybody who slept on me wrong. And then I, as far as just keeping that same mindset for when I do make it to that level. Okay, I respect that. I respect that a lot. And also, um, moving towards, you know, I mean, thinking about the NBA, just I guess, can you, you know, tell everybody, I guess, who some of your influences were basketball-wise growing up and some of the guys that you are really looking forward to, you know, getting a chance to compete against at the next level? Uh, one one main dude I, I used to watch a lot and still do is Jamal Crawford and Kevin Durant. I just mm -hmm. study their moves day by day, even when I'm just watching them for entertainment. I still just look at their feet work and see how they got that shot off or see how they did that move to get that defender to go this way. And those are the two main guys. How happy, are you to see, how happy are you to see Jamal back on the team? 
Especially after like a year of like you know him just being sitting out. He I think he has what thirty one in like the month of April last year. Had like the fifty point game and then doesn't get picked up. Finally gets picked up by Brooklyn. How happy are you to see that uh, you know Jamal is back in the league? Oh, I'm just I'm real happy for Jamal right now. Just seeing that he gets to just have joy in his life and play that game that he loves and everyone else loves. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. But let's go ahead. Let's hop into it. You said you were you 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 want to talk some NBA. So I want to go ahead. I want to kind of hop into it immediately because when I when I was um, watching this press conference yesterday and then I saw the tweet about it, I was like, what is going on? Ben Simmons has moved or at least their coach has moved him to the power four position in their lineup now. And now Shake Milton, who gave the Clippers I will never forget the Shake Milton game. I will never forget the Shake Milton game. I will never forget the Shake Milton game. I was there in person. <laughs> I Shake was shaking and baking. He was shaking and baking that game. Kawhi, Kawhi didn't even want none. Shake was out there going crazy. <laughs> never forget the Shake Milton game. What are your thoughts, um, Leslie, on moving positions and how do you feel um, because obviously you're a guy that has probably done a lot of your, you know, kind of growing in terms of like, you know, how some guys come into the league and do their growing. So you're probably mm-hmm. where you are. Did you have to go through a position change as you've come up and how, and what's that like going from position change to position change? Because Ben Simmons spoke about it and I'll play it after you speak about it. Um, in terms of kind of, he feels as though it's just basketball and people kind of will learn their positioning on the floor. How do you feel about it? Oh um, man, I feel the same way. I didn't I didn't play every position as of right as of this standpoint of my life right now. When I was younger, I was a little taller than most people, so I played the four position. And then when I got to high school, I was I hit a big growth spurt and I was stuck at the five when our center got hurt. So I was going against guys like Marquise Bolden, who was in our district and things of that sort. And also in middle school, I played the three role. And then when I was a freshman, I played actually a point guard at the school I was at. So I mean you just got to – it helped me because I just learned different aspects and the way different positions work on the court. So when I am playing my original position, that I just get to know how the other positions are thinking and moving at that point in time. Okay. I like that. I like that a lot. Pavi, how do you feel about Ben Simmons switching uh, positions? Uh, I mean, I think Ben Simmons played power forward in actually in high school, if I'm not mistaken. I think he was a power forward in, um, in high school. I mean, it's, it's not like he won't handle the ball anymore. I think the, the, the idea is – um, I think well, I think the idea in general was when you drafted, you know, uh, uh, um, um, uh, Markel Fultz was to have two ball handlers. So I think the point of putting, I guess, Shake in the starting lineup. I mean, I don't know what Shake has shown over these past couple of days of practice, but obviously he showed him something. And I mean, even I don't you can think see it's it about practice. I think every coach, um, including Frank Vogel, who mentioned today that 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 he's learned and gotten better from just spending all this time off watching tape. And he feels as though the, 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 the changes and decisions that he's going to make to improve the team is going to make them better. I think Shake personally this year has shown me enough to put him in that position because the biggest problem that the 76ers have been facing this year is that when the play breaks down and Ben can't shoot anymore or he's out there on that three-point line, there's no one that can create a shot out there other than Josh Richardson. Tobias Harris is not really a shot creator from the perimeter, more like a mid-range guy, corner type of guy. He's not that guy. Josh Richardson is not that guy. Shake don't give a damn. I watched Shake Milton go out there against Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and the Los Angeles Clippers, 
and dropped 38 on them on like a Saturday afternoon. And he at did noon. not care. At no, noon. Sunday Sunday afternoon oh, at noon. Oh, it, was Sunday, it was a Sunday, Sunday on noon. primetime TV at noon, at noon, PST, Los Angeles time. <laughs> exactly. So Shake don't care. But I'm going to play this Ben Simmons clip, um, and we'll hear Ben Simmons talk about changing positions. Uh, how has how Al really responded to really kind of playing more with, like, say, the second team? Considering you've kind of been the power forward with the first team and Shake has been the point guard, how has Al really responded to that? Um, he's a player. He just plays. Um, that's all of us. You know, once you put us out there, it's, it's just basketball at the end of the day. Um, I don't think guys are worried about too much uh, with, you know, the, the positioning names or anything like that. Um, at the end of the day, you just got to play. All right, personally, I personally, I'm going to say this now. And I want everybody to know that I said it. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. I told y'all he was going to be better than LeBron. He's still going to be better than LeBron. But, 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 but. I think the difference between him and LeBron is he is going to be a much, much better defender than LeBron. And I think that instantaneously puts him at the number two power forward. I personally think Ben Simmons right now is the number three power forward in the NBA. I think he's the third best power forward in the NBA. When you slot him in at power forward, you cannot name three other power forwards better than him. You can you gonna name Giannis and you're gonna name Anthony Davis. And if you name Lamarcus Aldridge, I'm throwing my computer, my phone, my laptop, my camera. You know, somebody might say a healthy KP. Somebody might say a healthy KP. A healthy that, KP. Somebody might say a healthy KP. A healthy KP. He can defend like him. Uh, he can, yeah, but he can, can yeah, he can repetate. He can repetate. He can repetate. He can he can't he can't he can't he can't but he can't repetate. He's not a great man on man defender. No, but again, he no, but again, but he can repetite. So Ben Simmons already is the third best power forward in the league. I've been seeing him splash that three in practice, but it's fool's goal because he's not gonna shoot that in the game. <laughs> yeah. He's not gonna shoot that in the game. The 76ers, you can stop decoying us post about Ben shooting threes. I'll be saying practice. the same thing. Exactly. We're not shooting no threes. Get out of here. You know, literally, when I saw that man throw the fish away with his wrong hand, I was like, with the wrong hand. Like, bro, the, how fish hit, the fish hit the ground. Didn't even go back in the water. Like, look, I got mad. Ben Simmons, if you ever watch this or if you watch this, I got mad respect for your, you know, for your father. But that man did you a disservice by telling you to use your offhand to shoot with. <laughs> And to do everything with. I get it might have made you ambidextrous, but you look foolish out there. Look foolish out there. But I still think Ben Simmons is, is without a doubt, third best power forward in the NBA right now. And I think if you're arguing that, show me both sides of the ball, both of the stats. And, and if you're not arguing on, on behalf of defense, I don't want to hear it. Because man-on-man defense in the NBA, you can't, name, you can't name five defenders in the NBA better than Ben Simmons man-on-man. And honestly, this year, to me, other than Jonathan Isaac, Rudy Gobert, Anthony Davis, and Giannis, and, and Brooke Lopez, too. Ben Simmons has been right there every game, every game. And he takes the other team's, uh, you know, you know, you know, main option usually on the perimeter and neutralizes them, which is also the, the scary part for them because if Big Al is coming off the bench, that's a crazy bench rotation that you have. And you now have a guy that can steady that bench lineup. And I think what they're just going to do it just run and beat and Simmons in more of a traditional style of offense and just let Shake, Josh Richardson, and Tobias stay on the perimeter, put Ben and Embiid up, up close and let them do what they do. And unless Ben is running up court full speed ahead, throw the ball to Shake, let Shake make a play, we're going to set up a play for you, see if you can get something easy down at the rim. 
big fella and, and have Embiid float to the three-point line and shoot some threes. But I think that this is a great sign for them. Let's go ahead. Let's move on to some bubble talk. Um, two weeks into the bubble, everybody seems to be enjoying themselves. Um, a couple yeah, of yeah. people have, you know, caught Corona and had to quarantine themselves or whatever. Uh, we've had a couple people cross the line to get some Del Frisco's <laughs> or some whatever they wanted to get from Postmates uh, and had to go back into immediate quarantine. Uh, so what are your thoughts on the bubble? They're two weeks in. Leslie, how would you feel about potentially playing in the NBA bubble? Because uh, honestly, man, that might like be me. the way it's going to be for the next two years. Uh, I wouldn't have no problem at all playing like that. I feel like it's the great thing to do, give the everybody, the fans, what they want to see and just stay healthy while doing it. I like that. Do you think, do you like, well, obviously, I'm sure you play AAU ball. You've been in you know, yeah. high school, college. Do you, you know, obviously, when guys get to the league, that environment is gone because now you're yeah. kind of, solo and you are an entity in the league and you move how the league wants you to and you got your own people your own handlers all that stuff how do you think these guys are are handling it from kind of having to go back to that old do you think that this experience is going to make teams and guys closer and also do you think that it'll create some tampering in the nba do you think some guys will be forming alliances right now uh, I think for the most part, I feel like it'll make the everybody come closer because they see like who they're real, the like the fam is. We work hard day by yeah. day. These are my brothers, so yeah. we're on the front line with them day by day. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah. Go ahead, Pappy. I'm sorry. What about the play aspect? You know, like just not having fans there. I guess how how big is that? You know, especially when you talk about you know home court advantage, not home court advantage, free throw line. Like how how big is that for you? Home court advantage and just the fans. Man, that that's major. I can't even lie. That's so major. Really? I can okay. just remember okay. being in, yeah, I can remember just being in the college game right now, just me hitting two shots back to back, heating up a little bit, yeah. and the crowd just getting involved. Like, okay, okay, I see you, water, <laughs> I see you, water. And you just feeding off of that energy and just may hit another two or three in a row. And just, that's big. So where do you create that energy now that now that there are no fans? Like, is it, you know, on maybe the bench more, you know, like the bench to hype, you know, guys up? Or is it on, you know, you to maybe engage and hype yourself up, you know, like, uh, I guess, talk trash a little bit more? Like, how do you recreate that same energy without, you know, the fans, you know, uh, uh, being behind you? Oh, I feel like that, that energy will slowly come from the bench, honestly. I feel like <laughs> the players will just have to get more hyped when just little things happen on the court as mm. far as a guy diving on the ball every time just the whole bench got to get out the off the benches and just get rowdy i'm personally i'm actually kind of excited to see it one I, I i i think you'll see more sharp basketball because there i mean you you can't really not hear a call because mm-hmm. I, as, as, as in like not hear like a defensive call, you can't really hear it. Like we, even if somebody calls the play, everybody hears the play and like everybody already knows the play. So I think you get sharper basketball. And I also think that, um, you know, certain situations where people call it choking, like, you know, somebody going to the line and missing, you know, two free throws because like the crowd is so loud. I don't like, I don't, I don't think you get that. So I actually think some of these games might actually be harder to win because everybody has the same circumstances as opposed to, you know, usually you have travel, you know, somebody staying at the crib, you stay at the hotel. Now all the playing services are, you know, for the most part, even unless injury happens. And I think it actually, like, I think that this championship, like I've heard players that say that, that there's, there's no asterisk behind it, that, that this will be probably one of the hardest things anybody has ever had to do. Do you feel the same way that like this will actually probably be a harder championship to win or, or, um, or our games will be harder to win? Yeah, I feel like it, it will be a harder uh, championship to win because there's adversity in tech now. So whatever adversity hits, it's going to make the obstacle harder. So, yeah. 
Does that make sense? TBJ. Um, I like that a lot. I, I think that I think that that's one of the things that I've been looking at. Um, you know, for these players in the bubble, is how um, just how calm they also look, but also how different their routines are. Right. With us covering the LA Clippers, I get to see Kawhi Leonard up close at least three, four times a week. So you kind of get to see his habits, especially because we're seeing him on the basketball court. I get to see his basketball habits as well as his actual personal habits. And if you've been around Kawhi, you know Kawhi, you know that he actually is a talkative guy. He's very funny. He makes a lot of jokes, but he's not a guy that's a loud guy. He's not uh, all over the place. Even when after the game, if he comes back and sits by his locker, he usually is talking to one of his teammates, but he's not like a Patrick Beverly where when he come in, he damn near barking. Yeah, everybody you know I mean? hear Patway coming to locker Literally, everybody and everybody and their mama hear Patrick <laughs> Beverly when he comes into the locker room. So, you know, Kawhi ain't that kind of guy, but even seeing the footage of him practice, usually when Kawhi is practicing, there are six people on the floor with him. There's like um, two taller coaches that are probably like six, seven to six, nine. There's a smaller coach that's like helping him to rebound and pass him the ball. And then there's another female coach usually that's also helping to rebound and pass the ball. And then, and, and then also another coach usually might be there to like help set screens for him, um, you, know, yeah. you know, down low or when he's driving to the rim, kind of trying to create those lanes for him while one of the larger defenders is guarding him. I'm seeing him with literally just one guy on the court, one trainer throwing him the ball, hitting the same moves. I think that from a repetition standpoint, guys are going to come back a lot smoother. But I think mm -hmm. the problem that's going to really mess a lot of guys up is the physicality of the game. Because I think that when you know when you know when it comes back, guys won't be used to that level of physicality without like that extra adrenaline rush that you get from the other circumstances of everybody being there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like when mm -hmm. they start the game now, it's not even 10,000, you know, usually at the Clippers yeah. game, 10, 15, yeah, 12,000. It's, it's going to be like 50 people there. And they're going to be reporters, so they're not going to be cheering and clapping. Yeah, they're going to have some yeah. music or whatever, but it's not going to be the same thing. So I look, I think uh, uh, guys that are going to be, um, you know, spot-up shooters, I think they're going to have the games of their lives during, you know, this tournament, which is actually, yeah. I think old LeBron would probably fare way better in this tournament than new LeBron. Because I think new LeBron is a couple steps. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, a couple steps slower, so he can't attack to the basket as fast as he used to. But if we talk about Cleveland LeBron two, three years ago, where he was still on that rampage and could get to the basket at will and attack like that, the open shooters, JRs, the Corvers in their in their heyday, they would be mm -hmm. eating right now. Yeah. But now, I don't know, man. They better hope Danny Green play well because we see what happened with Danny Green sometime in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, we see that for sure, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, Leslie, we really, really appreciate you for joining the program. Please let the people know where they can find you at on the internet. Let the people know a little bit about yourself before we get ready to get you out of here and continue on with the show. We definitely appreciate you for coming through and talking basketball. You are welcome to come back and talk anytime. basketball with us anytime you would like. Um, you know, we definitely appreciate it. And, and I wish you the best. And hopefully, I'm watching you on TV one day. And when we send you that DM, you better respond. Don't get Hollywood <laughs> yeah, on us. Don't, I'm going to yeah, pull yeah. up the tape. <laughs> no, I just want to thank y'all for having me. And my Instagram is just Leslie Varner II. And my Twitter, my Twitter is at Varner, V-A-R-N-E-R, Louie, L-O-U-I-E. 
And a little bit about me is just, I mean, I'm just a kid from grew up in Dallas, Texas, Cedar Hill. And I just love the hoop. And and also I have a brand out right now called SOTL, Slip On Too Long. And that's just, and that's another thing I'm working on just when I find a, a future home right now in the league. <laughs> All right. Hey, please do us a favor. Send us um, um, some links to your brand. And if okay. it's online, we'll make sure we post it on our YouTube community yeah. so that okay, our fans sure. can go and see it and check it out. I love the fact that you are already thinking beyond yeah, basketball. Yeah, thinking beyond basketball. You already let me know that you're going to be a huge success in no matter what you do. So I definitely wish you the best, Pavy. Final words. Yeah, man. Just thanks. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. And, you know, wish you the best. And, uh, yeah, I hope the draft process goes great. And, um, yeah, man, just thanks for coming on. Yes, thank you very All right, much. Thank you, All righty. All righty. We'll get up with My you God. later. Thank you. All right. My God. All righty. So let's go ahead. It's time. It's time. Oh, let's shit. Let's get into it. Let's we got go. some. Now it's time to turn up. Shout out to Leslie. Great guy. Um, I know. I'm sure the fans are probably like, we don't know who he is, but that's the point. You will know who he is, and I, I I have faith in that young man. And even looking at, you know, what people were saying about him online, I think that he can easily be a guy that, based upon what they're saying, they're calling him a three and D guy. No, nah, if you're not, I was even looking at his have, stats. Yeah. He averaged one point five steals and jumped his three point percentage up 10 percent to forty percent. If you can you jump your three point percentage up ten percent, and you probably coming back as like the number one option. So people, so it's not like you getting the shots. And ain't nobody paying attention to you. You probably the main one that people looking at it. And also, I was watching film. A lot of that stuff was off the dribble. One like he was just spot up shooting. So if he can, you know, maneuver and and create his own buckets, he seems you know six eight, nice size. So he can, you know, guard guards, maybe even guard a wing, put on a little bit more weight. He'll be fine. I just think that for like for, for like a, a for, for like a guy like him, it sucks that the college tournaments you know didn't happen this year because he plays in a whack. So it's like you know that whack don't come on TV. Yeah, like the whack doesn't really that don't happen. So it's like you yeah. get in the college yeah. tournaments, you get online broadcasts. But but in the college tournaments, everything comes on TV. Like they'll even have like the Big Sky Conference that will even come on TV. It'll be on ESPN too, but still it'll be on TV. I remember growing up. That was how I would learn about, like, the Courtney Lees, the Rodney Stuckies, you know, guys that played in these mid-major conferences. I would learn about these guys because I was a kid and I would just put on ESPN, too. So it yeah. sucks that you don't have it and you get a chance to maybe, you know, win your conference and you get an NCAA tournament. You don't know what happens. You may have had a game in your life against Duke. And even if you lost, you had the game in your life against Duke Yeah, in front of everybody. Yeah. So now more people know who you are. So, like, it sucks for, like, you know, a guy like him that – you know, who, who you know, didn't go to North Carolina, Duke, you know, uh, Kentucky, and wasn't on TV 10, 15, 20 times this year, and he didn't get that moment, you know, to have that college tournament because that's where so many of those guys shine. Even like a Steph. Steph ain't Steph without the NCAA tournament. Yeah, yeah literally. If, 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 if the tournament don't happen, I don't even think Steph declares. If the tournament don't happen, Steph probably goes back for his junior year, and maybe he's a, a mid-first-round pick. He ain't getting picked top 10 without that tournament. He get in a tournament, he becomes Steph Curry, and he's a Steph Curry that you know and love today. So it sucks for a guy like him that he didn't get, you know, a, a, a chance to uh, perform in front of the world on that stage. Yeah, I agree. It definitely does suck the fact that he couldn't, um, you know, that he wasn't able to do that. And even just seeing him, um, you know, you know, hit that game winner, as you mentioned, opportunities like that on a national stage create a much larger wave. You know, you can create a soon. That's the difference between. Um, that's also kind of the best part, as you, you know, you know, as you were speaking about of these tournaments is. And, and I'll kind of put it in the, in, you know, in the proper analogy, right? When you're just in one of those things, you know, you know those low-level colleges, those mid-majors, you can create small waves on your own. 
but the tournament and the national spotlight can create a tidal wave and a tsunami to where you can actually come through and cause enough damage to enough people that people are paying attention to what you're doing because every guy that's had a big tournament against a big school and eliminated that school, you know, early on, it's going to be remembered. You know CJ McCollum. Yes, exactly. CJ exactly. McCollum. When they, when they, when, they, when exactly. I think it was Lehigh came and beat Duke. Yeah. I think like Lehigh was the 15 seed. They beat the number two seed. Somebody got to get drafted. <laughs> somebody, yeah. somebody at least got to get some consideration at least for doing that. Especially if you was the guy who came out there and you were clearly the star on that team. You go out there and drop 20 in that game. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, like I remember even watching Murray State last year. And you know, I cut on the TV for Ja, but as I'm watching the game, I'm like, yo, they got some other guys. No, nah, I'm like, yo, they got some other guys that could actually make the NBA. And I think one of the guys, uh, I forget his name, but he's a top 15 prospect. But, like, me even cutting on that game, I was like, yo, it's not just John that's good on this team. They got some other NBA-level talented athletes. But I would have never known that had, like, that, you know, guy not, you know, got in the tournament. Even a guy like John, I would have, even him having that triple-double, I think it was, in the first game he played in, like, the uh, tournament. It solidifies, like, oh. No, he's good. Like, it's not just he doing this against SIU. No, he doing this in the tournament against yeah. Marquette. Yeah. Oh, no, he good. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it definitely sucks for him that he doesn't get that moment. And then even, like, the draft combine. Like, you're right. Even a guy like LaMelo, like, yeah, he might go number one, but he can't solidify it. Yeah. He can't yeah. solidify the fact, like, nah, I am the best player. Right now it's all speculation. And you got to watch his, you know, Australian tape. He can't go into one-on-one workouts and have a workout for, you know, the Boston Celtics and be like, yeah, nah, I mean, I don't, I don't know why I said Celtics, but, you know, it, the the uh, Knicks and be like, nah, I'm that boy. I'm the number one person in the uh, country. Don't look at nobody else. You may as well shut down all workouts. You taking me number one. Nobody gets a chance to do that. So everybody looking at, you know, speculation, looking at what they did in college, which sucks for these athletes. And But I think the good part is, you'll see a lot of guys who were maybe second-round picks make big splashes next year because they're guys that maybe should have gone mid-first round, but because they didn't get, you know, the eyes on them. You know, you might see a team like, I don't know, like uh, who, who, who's a team that's good right now? You might see a team like the Lakers, I don't know, somebody, or somebody who normally wouldn't get a chance to get a good prospect end up getting a really good prospect that could come in and, like, help the team immediately because of the fact that this was a weird draft. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. And I and, and that's also one of the reasons why I was interested in hearing his thoughts on the bubble, because this is, you know, essentially this is going to be his life. You know what I mean? And and obviously I would hope that he wouldn't be like, oh, man, I would hate to be in the bubble because that would just be a bad answer. Um, <laughs> um, um, that would be a terrible answer. But even the confidence in which he spoke about things and even, the, you know, the manner in which he spoke about things, you can tell that he is not a, a, a young kid. Um, in terms of like, a, you know, an 18-year-old, 19-year-old fresh out of high school, you can tell that he has some season to him. So, you know, the fact that even, you know, guys are, you know, snitching and doing all this other stuff, let's actually talk about that because uh, Montrez Harrell actually. I want um, I, I I, I, to, I, I, wait, I, real, real quick, go ahead, go ahead, real go quick, ahead. I want to say this. I also think college gives you a certain level of maturity. Even yeah. when he said, like, you know, I wake up, do four, make, not take, make 400 shots be, before class. Come back after class, get up 200 more shots. That's what you need to get better in the league because nobody's going to make you. Like, I mean, yeah, you have practice, but after you got practice, you can go do what you want to do. You grown-ass man. If you want to go and drink and smoke the rest of the day, who going to stop you? So you the one who has to tell yourself, like, yo, I want to get better. Like, I want to go to the, you know, facility early. I want to go, you know, before practice and get up and make 400 shots. And then maybe I want to stay late after practice and get 
you know, however many shots. Like, they'll give you the tools, but they're not going to make you use them. Same thing with college. They'll give you the tools. So it's like the fact that he was going up in there and he, you know, improved his shots because, like, yo, I need to be able to improve my percentages. And you go in there and you know you you, you make 400 shots and then you go come back and make 200 more. Like, that's the dedication that, that, that you know, you need. And I think that that's something that college helps you with, that if you're 18 years old, you can't even, – even when Kobe talked about it, like, the reason why he wanted to go to the 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 um the NBA was because if if he would have went to college, he couldn't have even put in the level of work he wanted to put in because you have to go to class. Like you can't just like not go. Like you have to somewhat go to class. So it's like, nah, I want to go to the league so I can make this my life. So I had to do nothing else. Like I can wake up at nine p.m., go to my facility, and get some shots up. Yeah. But like that's the dedication that 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 you need to not only make the NBA but stick around and have a very very long prosperous NBA career. Yeah, and I think and I think that the bubble will be good for guys to to hone in on those types of abilities. But let's go ahead, let's move on, let's talk about snitching in the bubble. That conversation for, was wanna, hilarious. Wanna, first off, I want to play this clip from Montrez Harris. No, play it. No, play it from Doc, bro. Doc's comment I was the funniest part. I didn't, I didn't hear Doc's comment today. I'm not Doc's, gonna lie. Doc what said. Doc, Doc said. <laughs> Doc said. Yeah, I'm gonna call the. He he said, "Yeah, I'm gonna call the hotline on 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 uh, Braun. I'm gonna call the hotline on Pop. I'm gonna call the hotline on Giannis. Ain't gonna be nobody left by the time I'm done." He just like he just like he just like made a, a joke about it. He, he was like, "Nah, like I mean, you know, I think it's needed, but I don't think guys are gonna be you know too much using that." But but it was just I a mean, joke that he say, made. I funny. mean, they say they've been using it already. But let's go ahead and let's hear uh you know Trey. Shout out to shout out to Miriam Swanson who writes for the OC Register and the LA Times. Shout out Miriam. Um, yeah yeah, you know she's a great report. She asked this question. Hi, Trez. Good to see you, man. You um, doing? I'm doing okay. Hope you're hanging in. Looks like you're having fun fishing and whatnot. <laughs> my, my, yeah, right on. Hey, my question for you, I guess a lot of people have been talking about the hotline, and I'm wondering what your feelings are on sort of having a hotline to report things and whether you would use it or just kind of like what your thoughts are on, on that thing. Uh, um, come on now. So I like I'm a player that has used that hotline. Um, you know, I haven't used that hotline, um, honestly. Um, each his own, man. Um, you know, whatever people try to do, it's up to them. Uh, That's hilarious. That is hilarious, though. That man said, "Do I look like the kind of man that used that hotline?" Definitely not using that hotline. <laughs> yeah, Trez not using that hotline, man. Trez not using that hotline, man. I'm not gonna put Trez out there, but it's a lot of these players that ain't been using social distancing. That's why they all snitching on each other. Because I'm seeing a lot of these guys on on and actually, look, I like NBA Bubble Life the account. But that account is a snitch account because yeah, yeah that account definitely the fake in front of the whole world, in front of the whole world, every single thing that they doing. I that ain't seen nobody with no mask on NBA bubble.com or bubble life or whatever that thing is. So, Myers Leonard doing doing shotgun and beers every damn day. Like, bro, what? Wait, what? <laughs> like, it's been shotgun and beers I mean, every damn used day. To do that in the league before. I mean, shit, they used to be they drinking did. during halftime. Yeah, man, in the seventies, bro. So they were still well, doing it. Technically, the eighties, because even well, I mean, well, hey, well, hey, AI, AI, tell the story of the All Star game. He said Mike was sitting in the coach office smoking a cigar before the All Star game. I can believe it, Mike. Before the All Star game, before the NBA Finals game, Mike was sitting in 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 in, in rooms with his goddamn security guard smoking a uh, uh, smoking a cigarette, eating pizza. Eating pizza, yes. <laughs> smoking a cigar and eating pizza before going out to win a pivotal game five. The Utah Jazz should be ashamed of themselves. Yeah, that's he didn't even have a good meal. He ate pizza yeah, that's and smoked cigars all night. Sick. Sick. Yeah, that's Sick. 
I mean, I'm sorry, poisoned by the Italian Poison, mob. yeah, poisoned. That's why he got poisoned by the mob. <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, but, 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 but it is very interesting to hear both of the players of both leagues, not just the um, NBA, but the WMA speak about the bubble. I really haven't heard any, like, for for the most part, complaints about it. Everybody's like, you know, the league is doing the best they can. Um, I mean, Doc even said, yo, I feel safer here than I do in the outside world. Um, and just that, 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 that the league is doing their best to accommodate them. You know, obviously you would, you know, rather, you know, some rather, you know, the guys who have families rather, you know, be with your families, but at least you in Disney world. That's great. I mean, I, 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 don't, I, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but even still you giving. I guarantee you it's about at least 40% of these players voted to go back and play because they did not want to be at home with their family. No more. They like, hey, I'm good. I got to raise the kids. You get me out of here, G. I, I don't even back. like my wife. I, I, gotta get back <laughs> like, on the road, G. I don't even like this woman. I, gotta, I don't even see. I, 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 I got to see like my guma, man. I got to get up. I got to get, get up out of here, G. I got to get up out of here. But no, nah, I mean. But no, nah, seriously, you get to go to Disney World or the Dale Frisco's every day. Like, order Dale Frisco's every day and play basketball. As long as you can stay safe. And like you know, there's no major outbreaks. Like there are way worse situations that like you could be in. Way worse. Like, see, you get to go to Disney World and ride the ride SG, for every day, yeah. every single day for free, and then go back and order Maestros to your uh, room. Can they go? No, they opened up Disney World. They can't go. Yes, they can. They're, they open it up again. No, there are parts of Disney World that that I'm that I'm pretty sure I sanctioned off just for them. Yeah, but after that's three months of that. Three months of that with no, with no, as, as Spencer Dinwiddie called it, uh, LA, work. LA, LA work. Okay, 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 look, when when they get to the point that they can, okay, the and bubble will be fine. They snitching though, because because it's a slippery slope. Because you start off snitching about people breaking protocol to go get food, and then what happens once the women start getting? I'm snitching? telling you, what's gonna happen? G, it, it's gonna be before a game six. Some people to play are gonna fly at a girl. Somebody gonna make that call like, "Hey, bro, <laughs> get him out, <laughs> get him out. We need to win. Get him out." Yeah. And like, look, yeah. it's all good right now until you get to the point where you can fly people in. Then it gets interesting. Then it gets interesting. It does, especially with because you're talking about a whole bunch of single millionaires, single millionaires. Hey, somebody that we just spoke about on this show is one of the people accused of of trying to fly somebody into the NBA bubble. So, uh, who? I, I'm not gonna say who it is because we don't engage in gossip. But I just, oh. but somebody we talked about on this show was 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 allegedly following this girl on the internet, and and uh, and now he and he is the person that supposedly invited her into the bubble, which made a national news story. But also, the funniest part is it's gonna be so many amazing stories about how people snuck into the bubble. Oh, it's gonna be amazing. Oh uh, yeah, like, like yeah, we just had to act like she worked at Disney. The documentary that that's comedy. The documentary, hopefully, hey, I'm giving away free game. You the documentary, the hopefully, that we get on this in you know two, three, four, five years is gonna be incredible content. Incredible content. Absolutely incredible. And the fact that everybody has phones now, so it's like you can pretty much you can damn near shoot a documentary with your damn self if you really wanted to, I mean, like keep it on your phone. Will, Yes, Matisse Thabul. He is yeah. he's brought his film equipment, and he has been filming and, and and you know and uploading vlogs. I really would love to interview him. Actually, I'm gonna DM him. Matisse, come on the show, bro. But let's go ahead. I want to talk Lakers. Rajon Rondo is hurt, but before that, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna play a clip from Alice Caruso 
talking about stepping into this role, and then I'll play a clip from Frank Vogel on the playoffs and what he needs to do going to the playoffs. Adrian is going to be out for six to eight weeks. And in addition to yourself, if what guys that you see uh, in the backcourt, uh, guys that haven't gotten to play as much that you think are going to be even more important, especially uh, until Rondo gets back? Yeah, so obviously um, with Avery gone, we were, we were probably leaning more towards me and KCP trying to pick up some defensive duties uh, as far as guarding the lead ball handler, start games. And uh, we're still we're still figuring that out and working that out. Um, and now with Rondo gone, we're going to have to do some more uh, supplemental ball handling just because he ran point guard a lot for that second unit. So uh, uh, I'm expecting to do a little bit of that. Um, not sure if I'll do it 100% uh, for, for just lack of time and not knowing how we're going to approach it and how we're going to uh, satisfy the, the need. So obviously, we got me, we got Quinn, um, we got other guys that can that can fill in and handle the ball and, and run the show. So whoever is going to be called upon is going to be ready to go. Uh, that's kind of been the theme for this team this whole year is whenever we've had guys down, whoever's been back up, uh, stepped into their stepped in their spot and filled the role uh, very well. So I think that's that's going to continue to be the theme. We're going to try and uh, work in the new guys and, and see how they are. And then uh, obviously the, the guys that have been here all year, we're going to try and do our part and step into that, step into his shoes. Very nice. Um, as the playoffs get closer, how does that dynamic work? Is it is it harder to do that in the playoffs? Does something have to change uh, in terms of uh, creating more uh, regularity in, in in that spot with that output? I really believe that you know our third option on this team with the the many many weapons that we have, our third option is the open man. The way we play, you know, if we attack and and just play for each other and share the basketball. Uh, we have more than enough firepower that it, it's almost a, you know, a benefit to not have it be one guy that a defense can zero in on. You know, the way you play in attack mode uh, where it can be. I'm sorry. What? No, that makes sense. Man said our third man is the open man. Makes sense. You're doing good, though. Makes sense. It makes and sense. The Lakers are in trouble. It makes trouble. sense. Trouble. I think that the Lakers, I do agree with you. The that, Lakers that, are in trouble. They are headed for murky water, and the Clippers are Jaws. And that's going to be the name of this. The Clippers are Jaws, and Kawhi is coming. Listen, I I, I think the Lakers can work around Rondo, but I, think, but I think that Rondo hurts for the simple fact that LeBron has to come off the floor at some point in time. And the thing that Rondo does do, no matter what you want to say, I think that Rondo is a person who settles the game down. Like, even if Rondo isn't scoring points – in the playoffs, some things aren't going to happen when Rondo's there just because he has enough experience to not let them happen. It's like, okay, let me set up something down and call a play on this play. Even if we miss the shot, we're not missing some long three that's going to bounce out, and now we just have like a five-point swing. Let's settle it down. Let's call a play. Let's run something. And with Rondo being out, I do think that you missed that. But I think the fact that you do have a Deion Waiters, you do have a J.R. Smith, um, you do have guys that – can manufacture buckets. Um, I think that you can offset it a little bit, but it's definitely going to be difficult, especially when you start playing against um, some of these elite guards. Like, let's say if, if, if shit, if Houston can get their team back together, you know, a team like Houston, you really, who's supposed to be guarding hard in the Russell Westbrook? The Blazers, who's supposed to be guarding Dame and CJ? Who's supposed to be guarding these people? Especially with AB not being, I mean, Caruso, like, I like Caruso, but it, I need, like, I like Caruso, but I don't know how sure I am in Caruso, though. 
Like I, I, hey, I, I'm, hey, hey, Daniel Belts told me that he was gonna come up as as, as big as Paul George. I, I, I just, I, I just, I just don't know how sure I am in Caruso. Like I, I have to see it with Caruso. Like yeah, Caruso does these things where he's good with LeBron on the court. Like yeah, that's great. But it's like when do those lineups happen? Do they happen against other team starters, or is that when a, or is a, or 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 do those minutes take place against other teams bench? Now you come in and. In into a situation where you're gonna be playing against the starters a whole lot more. Yeah. You're gonna be asked to defend Harden or Dane, as opposed to you being asked to defend Austin Rivers or Anthony Simmons. I mean, I think, but 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 this is but this is what I've been saying about. Can I can I just did the Lakers win free agency? They were fine, but if you get they were fine, but did the Lakers win free agency? Win? No, but they were fine. They didn't lose it. They didn't win it either. They didn't and lose that it. That was my whole point. When everybody called me blasphemous and they told no, me, no, you I was said tripping. they, no, 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 I no. Said you they said lost no. They did they didn't lose it. Lose free agency, they bro. Because you, you signed back Rondo and you signed every Bradley in there. Listen, any team, if you take two rotation players away, even the Clippers don't look the same. You take two rotation players away, ain't nobody gonna look the same. Especially one a starter and your backup point guard, you're Guess not gonna what? look the Guess same. How many rotational but, players the Clippers got? What? A and if you take two of them away, you you're not gonna look the same. Take away fucking Lou Williams and take away uh take away Lou Williams and take away um Reggie Jackson. I bet they don't look the same. Lou Williams and Reggie Jackson, they gonna be all right. No, they not. They yes, not. They, they really are. not. No, they not. No, they not. Yes, they, they no, they Paul, not. They got Paul. No, they not. 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 Patrick Beverly. No, they not. No, they not. No, they not. No, they not. First of all, no, no, no. No, look, no, look. First of all, you would lose some of the pick and roll that you had with Trez and Luke. How long Reggie Jackson been there? Reggie Jackson played three goddamn games with the Clippers. Stop. The reason I mentioned Reggie Jackson is because you would have no point guard on the roster at that point. Both of your point guards would be gone. You'd have no point guard on the roster. And what are they talking about in this thing? No, no, anyway. no, 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 no. It's coming later. It's coming but you would later. Have you don't two... even know what's about to happen. You don't even know what's about to happen. The next you... topic is about to go down. Go ahead. You would have two two of your point guards gone. So you have no point guard on the roster at all. At least when they, you know, beforehand, you still had Lou. Who has been? Who is six two? So he's been playing a point guard position forever, even though he's been used more as like a two guard for the past I don't know how many years. He still probably grew up playing a point guard position, as opposed to you have a team if you take away both of them with no point guards, they would feel effects from that. So again, the Lakers, I think that they can work around it. Yes, I do. Patrick Beverly ain't on the floor, and that's my problem with you. Okay. he can't play 48 minutes. He can't play 48 minutes. What do you mean? If you take both of your backup point guards off the team, it's going to hurt, G. You still got Paul George and Kawhi Leonard running off. They the not team. point guards. It don't matter. They not point guards, one. G. They don't even – they ain't use a point guard all goddamn season. They still had two, G. They had Lou and they had Patrick Beverly. Lou is a shooting guard. He is not a point guard. No, Lou has been used as shooting guard, but he is small enough. That's like saying AI is strictly a shooting guard. Yeah, Lou has been used as shooting guard, but Lou can damn near Lou can run an offense. Lou can set up an offense and make a bounce pass. Yeah, but but that's not the point. He's not a point guard. He's, he's a, a point guard. guard. He's a two G. guard. He's he, he is a two guard. Stop he, it. He Stop has it. been G, he has been used more as a shooting guard. Yes, obviously. Uh, but he can play the point guard position, G. Mm-hmm. He is six two. 
I think he grew up playing point guard. He probably didn't start playing shooting guard until he was winning six man of the year awards. And they were like, oh, shit, he better at just scoring the basketball. Even when he was playing in Philadelphia, he was playing point guard. Look, I'm not going to let you slide with that one, fam. I'm, I'm just saying. If they lose any, Lou and Reggie Jackson, they still should win a championship. No, they That's shouldn't. That's the point. No, they what? shouldn't. No, they huh? shouldn't. No, they shouldn't. No, they should. You, you have no point guards on the team, bro. In a vacuum, if I tell you, I give you a team. In a vacuum, if I tell you, I give you LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Yeah, you know, no way. I, I didn't stop at Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. I was going to name a bunch of other people. Okay, name them. And you going to name LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and then you going to name Danny Green, and then I'm done with that conversation. Danny Green, Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee, Deion Waiters, Kyle Kuzma. I'm done with that conversation. Who are they? Good players. None of those guys are better than Marcus Moore Sr. Mm, debatable. <laughs> debatable. Debatable. I think the White House has been just as good this season. I think the White House has been just as good this season. I think the White House has been just as good this season. What? You can't make an argument that the whoa. You can't make an argument that the impact that the White Howard has made defensively this season ain't been just as good as anything Morgan Morris has done. You can't make an argument that the impact Dwight Howard has made defensively this season has been just as good as anything Marcus Morris has done. It's a real question. Marcus Morris averaged almost 20 points this year. And Dwight Howard won the best defense in the NBA this year. Off the bench in like 12 minutes a game. Okay, and you was in New York taking all the shots. And losing every damn game. You said Bradley Bill should be on the team. They were losing every game. Bradley Bill is still better than Dwight Howard. Bradley Bill is better than damn everybody. No, every not. fucking body. No, That's he why he deserves to be all no, NBA. He's he better than everybody. No, he he's better than a lot of people this year. No, he he averaged not. 30. No, he is not. No, he is not. Everybody say my volume, Lord. I don't, that You might be a troll. Get out of here. No, he is not. All right, bro. You, oh, shit. That's why my volume low. Damn. Why y'all ain't tell my volume's low? To, you I ain't tell my volume's low, though. Yeah, I heard you. It ain't sound low to me. Man, why you ain't tell my wife? I heard, I heard you. It didn't sound low to me. I heard what you were saying. All right, thank you for letting me know that. I actually, cause I, I just, I'm glad you just pointed that out. Shout out to you, bro. Thank you for that. I, I, know. I heard what you were saying. I heard every word you said. I didn't miss nothing. I'm sorry if it sounded muffled the whole show. My bad, y'all. Damn. Oh well. Damn. I didn't miss nothing. I heard what you were saying. I didn't miss nothing. Somebody said I'm a Wizards fan, and I don't think uh, uh, this was an All NBA season. Matthew Moore Bill. drunk. No, he not drunk. He just he said drunk. he a Wizards fan. How you gonna tell a Wizards fan who can watch him? Because I'm telling him he drunk. Hmm? Because I'm telling him he drunk. Look at that. His three-point shooting and clutch factor way worse than last year. No. Because they're the first team. Fuck you mean. But so what? This three-point shooting wasn't way worse. He went down Shit. like a With a capital Shit. Nah, I don't want to hear that. Get out of here. You tripping. What, what did I just click on? Oh, I clicked on news. I'm like, what the hell? Uh... This man's shooting better from three. Fuck is he talking about? Literally shooting the same. 35%. Literally yeah, shooting the same. Yeah, yeah, but come on, man. Let's not act like With we more don't, attempts. But, With more yeah, attempts. Yes, but let's not act like we don't know the difference between clutch shooting and three-point shooting than when you're on a good team versus when you're on a bad team. And, let's and, and, exactly, that. and everybody's saying, literally, he had the ball more, too. Exactly. Let's so stop that, that, man. Let's Bradley, find can you stop with this Bradley Bill thing? Wait, no, because no, because let's find his clutch stats. I need you to stop with this Bradley Bill thing. 
Bradley, wait, 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 Bradley wait, wait, Bill is not third all NBA. Question, 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 Points in the clutch? Look at whatever you want to look up. I don't care. He's not third okay. all NBA. He's not. He's not. He's not. Uh, where the fuck? Here we go. Players clutch tradition. That's huh? what happens. I'm looking. Players, players clutch okay. tradition. How many players right. in the clutch? Uh, Somebody said, hi, guys. What are your thoughts about Marcus Morris, Zoo, and Landry not being with the team yet? um ernie yeah, i have what? ernie i have no thoughts on them not being with the team yet i think that there are a lot of players that are not with the team yet the season doesn't officially start um and at least the scrimmage games don't officially start until seven days from now meaning that they still have an entire week to get here and quarantine i also think that no team will be taking these scrimmages seriously i think these scrimmages will be they, they're going to play a quarter and then they out and I think that once we actually get to the games as of August and July and, you know, August and, and September and October, you will see those guys. I think that they aren't there because of the fact that why do they need to be there? I mean, I think they're all trickling in. I think the one thing I've noticed from all these media sessions is that everybody, everybody is, you know, is coming in at their own pace, but also because other people have to actually go. And they have to quarantine differently because of their circumstances. Because I believe the players have to quarantine for at least eight days or something before they can even get there. And then once they get there, they got to quarantine for another blah, blah, blah. And get COVID testing every day at the same time. Is Zubak in America? By the way, Bradley Bill's clutch stats weren't great. They clutch weren't great? Exactly. They weren't great. Exactly. They weren't great. Exactly. exactly. Somebody said, do you think Fox should leave in free agency? Of course. De'Aaron Fox. talking about De'Aaron Fox. Yes, he. I mean, he's on. He's on a rookie he deal. He can't leave a free agency. He's not leaving a free agency. He's on a rookie deal. He not can't leave a free agency. But not letting him leave a free agency. Let's get to that talk. I'm ready to have it. You ready to have the talk of the show? What's the talk of the show? Talk of the show is if they were never injured. Derrick Rose, come on, we Derrick Rose. What are we doing here? Between Steph Curry, Derrick Russell Rose. Westbrook, Derrick, Derrick Rose, Rose, and Penny. What are we doing here, Derrick Rose? Derrick Rose got hurt though. What are we doing here? Derrick Rose. I'm sorry. And Russ got hurt. Russ what got hurt. Here? What, do you mean, what are we doing here? Who won MVP at 21? What are we doing he here? He's going to be better than Russ. Russ won yes. MVP and having a triple-double three years in a row. Yes. Uh, I don't know if I can and say Russ, be better than And Russ won the fucking MVP after he got hurt. Huh? The fuck? He recovered. Yes, he was. He, he won had, it after he got hurt. He, he had recovered. a minute. No. Pat Bev injured him with the meniscus. He, he won MVP. He, he, he won it after he got hurt. He recovered. Russ yeah, is fine. But what if he never got hurt? What you D mean? Rose, what he D still D missed D the whole season. D Rose won What about MVP Penny Hardaway? He was 21. What about Penny? Okay. No? Penny would have been dope. Mm, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know I about that. I don't I know did. about that. I'm stripping. Take your Bulls hat off and throw that shit across the room. No. And take that Robin. No, I'm not being off. disrespectful. I'm not being disrespectful. I'm not being disrespectful. Tell they me both have an Because they both have an MVP and one guy having a triple-double. Who MVP in NBA history? Huh? Who was the young MVP in NBA history? That don't mean he was going to be good after that. I ought to throw this motherfucker. No! Stop! I'm not hating on D-Rose because you know I love D-Rose. He ain't going to be good no more, G. I don't you know. No, that's not what I'm saying. We don't know how he developed, though. I think he a better offensive player now than he was back then. So he wasn't going to get no better. Even G, even if you say the MVP level, he won an MVP. 
If you say MVP low for 10 years, you know how good you are? Russ we won an MVP. Russ ain't been playing at MVP level Ooh. for 10 years? No. No. Four. Five. You said you thought he belonged in the MVP conversation before this was over. Before what was over? Before before the season was over. Yeah, what are we talking about? What are you talking about? Yes, yes, he been in there. For 10 years? No. Ah. Russ been in the MVP conversation since KD left. And if you want to argue with me, the year KD was hurt, I'll give you that one. That's it. Come on, G. Come on, G. Come on, G. That's disrespectful to yeah. Russ, bro. 2013, 40, was it? 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 I mean, his numbers was on. No, but his numbers was on par with Derrick Rose's. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right, G. If you ask me who my favorite, and actually, if they never got injured, I'm taking Steph Curry. Because he got injured. I'm taking Steph And he still got three of them things. I'm literally taking Steph last. Oh, pow. Loud, 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 sweet. Penny is better. Westbrook, right, actually, no, 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 no. Penny no, no. better than Steph Curry. Yes. If he never got hurt, yes. If he never got hurt, yeah, yeah. Talking about a six-seven point guard who can do everything, yeah. Hell, you talking about? Yeah. You do good though. Yeah. Yeah. You do good though. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. I'm taking him last. In my personal opinion. Explain yourself. He's a six, seven point guard that, that, that can do everything. He was fucking second team all in me ever. He was 21. Well, I gotta explain myself. That's enough. No, it's not. Gee, he was the best point guard in the league, arguably, arguably when he was 21 years old in his second year. You disappoint Arguably. me every every episode. Arguably. Every episode. Arguably. You find every episode you find a way to disappoint me. Arguably. You are Argu wild. Arguably. Ah! Best point guard. He was the second best point. Arguably the best or second best point guard in the NBA at 21 years old. At 21 years old. IG. At 21 years old. IG. Come on. At stop. It. Years stop old. it. Stop it. At 21 years old. Stop stopping at 21 years old. You're ridiculous. At 21 years You're old. You're ridiculous. At 21 years so old. So you're telling me on this list, you got D Rose, then who? Then who? Penny. Okay. D Rose, then Penny. Okay. Russ, D Rose, Penny, Russ, Steph. That's terrible. Me personally. Rose, Penny, Rose, me personally, because I'm a D Rose fan. I'm just. I just think it was dis. I think it's disrespectful to immediately dismiss Russell Westbrook in his conversation. He was the MVP at 21 years old, bro. I don't care. Russ averaged a, a triple double for three years. Fucking fine. He recovered. I don't care. He still got injured, and they still could have went to the finals the year he got injured if he didn't get injured. That don't mean you're gonna be a better injury. He don't have a ring now. He would have a ring if he didn't get injured. Oh, they get hurt. He. None of you told me that the Bulls would never be Miami. No, I said they wouldn't be Miami. I didn't know. I have you. I swear to God. Listen, stop. You listen. gonna stop lying? You know, you got tape on this show. People been watching this show for four years. People listen. have been watching this show for Jonathan listen. McCoy. People have been watching this show for four years. You're gonna stop lying. You're gonna stop lying to the public. You're gonna stop lying to the public because you're lying to the public. No, listen. 
I don't think they would have beat Miami. But 2014-2015, the year that the Warriors won a ring, which is what I said on my long 40-minute Steph Curry-D. Rose conversation, if D. Rose never got healthy, that was their year to win. They wouldn't have beat Miami. But if he leave and go to Cleveland, 2014-2015, the Bulls got that. Because Jimmy would be coming into his own still. They still would have had Noah, and they would have had Dang, and they probably would have had Powell still. If it still works out the same and D. Rose ain't hurt. Now, look. I think D. Rose would have won a ring. But I think if Russell Westbrook never got hurt, him and Kevin Durant would have won one ring. And then not only would they have won one ring, but they would have gone to the finals at least two to three more times after okay, that. Okay, he's going to have no MVP award. Who huh? MVP? Who yeah, MVP? Yeah, but, I'm gonna get, yeah but, that's, but, but actually that's not true because Kevin Durant can still leave after that. Okay. Oh, what you mean, okay? Okay, that's what dope. What you mean? That's dope. Who, who is the youngest MVP ever? It's a fact. Who is the youngest MVP ever? Who are both MVPs? Who's the youngest one ever? Who, who averages triple double three years in a row? Who averages triple double three years in a row? Who averages triple double who average triple double three years in a row? Who averages triple double three years in a row? Who averages triple double three years in a row? Exactly. Who is the youngest person Derek ever? Derrick Rose and Russell Westbrook average triple double three years in a row, which is something Derrick Rose can never do. So stop disrespecting Russell Westbrook. You mad disrespectful, G? Is D Rose one A? No. Stop. Huh? Ain't nobody besides D Rose. And Penny Lass on this list. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Because Shaq would have left, and who he going to be playing with? He was first all-team NBA when Shaq left. And now, like I said, who he going to be playing with? Actually, no, he was third team when Shaq exactly. left. Exactly. Who he going to be playing with? Who he going to be playing with? Nobody in balling. Exactly. Nobody in balling. He wouldn't have been better. This list would have been balling. This list would have been Derrick Rose, number one. Steph Curry, number two. Russell Westbrook, 2B. And Penny, four. No, this was, no, no, no. Yes. No, no. Yes. This was D Rose number one, Penny Hardaway number two, Russ number three, mm-hmm. Steph number I'm four. I'm not rocking with that. I'm not rocking with that. I'm not rocking with that. Don't rock with it. I'm not. I'm clearly not. This is that's ridiculous. That's absolutely ridiculous, G. You gonna stop hating on Steph Curry? Stop how you, on Penny Hardaway. How you, how you one of the greatest offensive players to ever play the game, and you sit up here talking to me about some damn Penny Hardaway? Penny Hardaway could have been the same shit if he didn't get hurt. He wouldn't have been one of the greatest offensive players to ever play the game. Nah, 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 no, 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 Penny would have been T-Mac on steroids. That's what he would have been. That's one of the greatest offensive players fucking ever. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. It ain't better than Steph Curry. It ain't better than Steph Curry. It ain't better than Steph Curry. It's a debate. No, it's not. It's a debate. No, it's not. It's a smooth debate. It ain't no debate. It's a debate. Wild as hell. Talk about a six eight point guard that can do it all. He, how you just said he was six seven a minute ago? Now he's six eight. Penny Hardaway is. You on some flight reacts? Gonna have this six, man seven, be six nine six, in a minute. Seven point guard that can do it Never all. reacts. That's what we needed to start a reaction channel. Just how you go back and rewatch some old highlights. Have reacts because you tripping. Okay. You tripping. You tripping. You tripping. You tripping. Okay. You tripping. You tripping. No, you tripping. You tripping. You tripping. Look at Steph Curry. I look at Steph. Great player. He got two MVPs and he was hurt. That's dope. That's dope. All right. That's dope. Nah. Let my dog Penny never get hurt. Let my dog Penny never get hurt. Best PG in the league. Steph Curry? He wouldn't have been Steph Curry? He'd have been damn good. He yes, he would. Okay, 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 fine. 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 To round out the argument, if they never got injured, where would you think you would rank all of these guys in the NBA all time? That's what I want to know. 
if they never get hurt, I where would man, you rank them top whatever man. all time? No, come on, hypothetical. We know, but come on, this whole conversation hypothetical. D Rose, I think you could realistically get to the. I, I think D Rose could have been the best point guard ever. So, so, so if 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 he's the best PG ever, I gotta go top ten. Um, um, I think Steph will still be ranked where he's ranked, which is what top twenty. What? Um, Hold on, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 top twenty. You think you thought D Rose had been top ten all time? He won an MVP at twenty one. Who the this fuck my did question, that? No, he would have been better than Magic. When you got Magic in your top when, ten, when did Magic did Magic win no, MVP at twenty one? He won the Finals MVP. He won MVP as at twenty one. As a rookie, he won Finals MVP. Playing with Kareem when Kareem needed somebody matter. to dribble the ball and court give him the ball, he still did it. You D Rose can't take it away played from with him. Carlos Boozer, and I like Carlos Boozer, but Carlos Boozer. I like booze. I like booze. Booze was a double double machine in Utah. But let's relax. Relax. Let's relax, bro. Let's relax. <laughs> relax. And I like Carlos Boozer, but no. <laughs> no. D Rose won MVP at 21 years old. There's not another human being on basketball who oh. who has done that. If a man with MVP at 21, right I can't back. help. Keep talking. Think. I gotta go if to the a man with MVP at 21 years old, I can't help but think he's probably gonna get better. I've said this many times. I think that D Rose getting hurt benefited benefited Kyrie Irving, benefited Russell Westbrook, benefited Steph Curry, benefited Paul George, benefited LeBron James, all of them. I think that Indiana was that team that slid in after D Rose got hurt and PZ elevated his status, you know, before he had the injury, and they were the team that was taking on Miami. Um, I think that after D Rose got hurt, you started like pointing the pointing the lens at other at other point guards. Russell Westbrook pointing the lens at Steph Curry. I think all of the, I think LeBron would have went to eight straight finals. I think that D Rose getting hurt was if you talk about the last decade, the last the last decade outside of. I think an argument could be made. D Rose getting hurt was arguably the most important event in basketball outside of LeBron going to um Miami of the last decade, even over KD going to the Warriors, because I think basketball history looks very, very different if D. Rose doesn't get hurt. We don't know how many MVP awards that man win. The man won MVP at 21 years old, 21 years old. Also, they drafted Jimmy Butler. You see who Jimmy Butler became. Can you imagine if Jimmy Butler and D. Rose become that together? If Jimmy Butler can still become the player that he became today, or at least some similar, or at least if Jimmy can become some similar other player that he became today, and you pair that with D. Rose, I, I know can you, you imagine that? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so go ahead. D Rose top ten. Who else? D Rose top ten. I say Penny maybe top fifteen. Like I said, Steph Curry. I think uh, top twenty, top twenty, and top top you say twenty. Penny top fifteen. Top fifteen. I say I say Steph top twenty, maybe top twenty five because I don't know if he has those same MVP awards if D Rose don't get hurt. If D Rose don't get hurt, okay. I don't think Steph Curry got them MVP awards. So maybe top twenty, top twenty five, and I think Russell Westbrook top twenty. Where do you have all these guys ranked right now? I mean, obviously, D-Rose. I, do you think D-Rose is a Hall of Famer? I think he is. I yes. think anybody that wins the MVP yes. is a Hall of Famer. Yes, I think, I think he is. I don't think he's first ballot. Player. I don't think he's first ballot. Yeah. I, 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 I do not think he's first ballot, but I, but I think he should make the Hall of Fame. You won MVP. And I think every other MVP winner ever is in the Hall of Fame. So I think he should. You can't. If you win MVP, you should make the Hall of Fame. So, yes, I think he should be. Yes. All right, I'm not upset at that. Um, what about Westbrook? Where do you have him ranked? Right now, I think I had Westbrook top 30. 
Top 30, okay. I think it was top 30 or like top 35 when I when, when I um did my list, top 30, top 35. Okay. I have Steph, I think top right now. I, I can right now I can say about 20. 20 on my list. 20 okay. on my list for Steph. Um Penny, not really on there. Um D Rose, top 75, top 80. Really? Okay. I'm not upset. I'm 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 very glad you said that. What top twenty? I thought you wouldn't have him top. No, I thought you wouldn't have D Rose top one hundred in your all time. Nah, he won MVP. I think it's what, but only. I still think he's one hundred. I still think he's one of the top thirty greatest basketball players to ever pick up a basketball. I mean, I think, I think, I think. Look, I think if you're talking about career, does he have a top twenty five career? No, but if we're talking about top thirty people to ever pick up a basketball and us actually get a chance to experience them at at near or and actually, you can. I mean. He probably wasn't at his peak, obviously. But even with that being said, I mean, if you look at his chart, it still starts like this. It's not like one of the people that like like Giannis, where he slowly builds up the MVP. D Rose is like this. So imagine if it would have kept going. You know what I mean? So even if it stops right here and you get an MVP and a couple conference finals appearances, I'm sorry. He Derrick Rose has done more for basketball than uh, uh, you know than Chris Paul to me. He has as a player, not as a, not as a, not as a, um, 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 you know, a spokesman or a marketer or a personality for the league, but as a player, Derrick Rose for me has done more for basketball than Chris Paul could ever do, and I, and I think, and I think Chris Paul is in a lot of people's top tens in terms of point guards. Debatable. The reason why I would say it's debatable is because like I don't think you get this whole Clippers way without Chris Paul, and I don't think that that can go unnoticed. Especially, that's disgusting. They said D Rose got a 0.9% chance of making all the fame. Right. I don't care what Bleach Report says. Yeah, don't, don't, they're on don't, crack. Don't they're on crack. We don't care what Bleach Report says. Bleach Report. <laughs> like that Stephen A. Smith meme is somebody smoking crack. Like for real. Because what? We don't care what Bleach Report says. What? Get out of here. Yeah, yeah, we care about what HB Media yeah, TV says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is Wynn Daly saying about D Rose? That's what I, I want to know. Yeah, shout out Wayne Daly. The thing What's about the Spark Report saying about Elena Del Don not coming back from Lyme disease, but uh, we're not gonna talk about that. But go ahead, continue. Because I had a comment on that, but I, I'll save it for the Spark Report. Um, what else? What I say? Oh, I said the reason why I, I why 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 I think that's debatable is 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 because of the of the Clippers. I think that Chris Paul, when you, I think Chris Paul's legacy probably is gonna be what he did for the Clippers. He was the first person to give the Clippers like actual validity. Like when he came to the Clippers, the Clippers became relaxed. Blake was there, yes. But then when they Blake got Chris, did, but listen, that. but listen, when they got Chris Paul, you was like, oh, they are actual basketball team now. With Blake, it was cool. They was throwing lobs. That was dope. Yeah, that was cool. But with Chris Paul, you was like, oh, they got a real chance to really win, win basketball games. Chris Paul was the one when he came to LA, changed the whole culture around of the Clippers. And I don't think you get this new era of the Clippers without Chris Paul's contributions to the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm not rocking with that. I think Derrick Rose won MVP. Therefore, you're automatically remembered in the class with the people that are much above anything Chris Paul um, is at this point. There's no disrespect to CP3 because, you know, I've had, I've, had, I've, had, I've, had, I've had my ups and downs as a CP3 hater. But ever since CP3 answered my question, um, you know, when I spoke to him in person, he was nice to me. I said I won't go hate on the man, so I'm not hating on the man no Even more. He a, top, he a top 15 point guard of all time, but I've always said that. He's just not top 10 to me. He's top 15. He's like 12, 13, but he's not top 10 to me. 
Even though I think Chris Paul should have MVP and it's Kobe's MVP, they, they didn't yeah, but yeah, but shoulda, coulda, woulda. People yeah, say people say LeBron should have had D Rose MVP, but guess what? He don't. D Rose got the MVP. That's why you bring it up in this argument right now. Um, people so think, people think go Dwight ahead. Howard had an MVP actually, but there you go. Um, Dwight stats were outrageous that year. Come up. The white stats were outrageous that year, and he was probably the best defensive player in in basketball. Was that the year they went to the finals? No, that no, was no, 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 that was oh eight. No, but they no. still went out. No, no, but but, but I, I still think the Magic was second in the uh, conference that year. And white, I was the white house. It don't probably, matter. It don't matter. You know, it was first in the conference that year. Exactly, Derrick Rose. I think Dwight Howard was probably if probably the best defensive player in the league. Come on, at that up, Cat. I think yeah. if you want to say he was, and like he's, I mean, his stats, it was like 22, 13, three blocks. It was wild. Just yeah, saying. I'm not rocking with that. But, anyways, let's go ahead. Let's talk about your favorite uh, team as we get ready to get out of here. I Houston really Rockets. Everybody get healthy. And no, fuck. no. Come on, come on, come on. You've been talking all that smack all year long. Yeah, Harden, no, wait a minute. Harden is in the bubble now. Russ, Russ is at? not there. He'll he get Russ. there. He'll get there. Need hopefully, Russ. hopefully he'll get hopefully there. Hopefully he get there. We need Russ. If Harden, that it's not gonna work. The hell is going. This not. It's not, it's not gonna. We, we need. We need Russell Westbrook. If Russell Westbrook and James Harden come back again, I think with the way that you, with the way that they play in basketball, especially if if they can play a team like the Lakers, you see that they're lacking, really lacking perimeter defense. Now, I think that 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 the Rockets could crack the Lakers. I really do. Man, uh, I think they could. Not without Russ. Without Russ, no. With Russ, yes. Without Russ, no. Without Russ, they can't do anything. Without Russ, they can't beat anybody. Without Russ, they can't beat anybody. Literally. Without Russ, it God bless Houston. God bless Houston. And without Russ, it hurts because all the bad things in the world seem to happen to the Rockets, and I don't understand why. Uh, you want to know why? Because Daryl Moore got that mojo on him. <laughs> he do, and it's unfortunate. I think Russ and Harden um, at this point in time – uh, I hope that they both will, you know, not only feel better, but also, you know, be healthy. Because although, you know, at this point Harden in time, there. huh? Harden there. I know Harden is there, but I'm talking about Russ. Russ still is not there. We don't know how Harden well he's feeling. Harden was probably riding Lambos with little baby, like, 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 like one day too many. And they was like, yeah, bro, you got to quarantine like a couple more days. You're like, relax, bro. You can't leave with us yet. Literally, he was probably out riding Lambos with little baby. You know, I'm not. He was probably literally out riding Lambos with little baby. She dead ass. I'm, that's gonna be. That's the name riding, of this episode, by the way. I was probably riding Lambos with little baby, and they was like, "Yeah, bro, you did that like too many days. You gotta like relax for like three more days, bro. Relax, relax. G. Stay there, stay there. Quarantine. We'll bring I'm you in a little later." That is hilarious. Harden was riding Lambos with little baby. What? You haven't seen the video of him riding Lambo's little baby? No, geez. That's literally a video of Harden riding Lambo's little baby. You dead ass ain't seen it? You serious? It's literally videos online of Harden riding Lambo's with little baby mid quarantine. He's riding Lambo's around Houston with little baby. He at the gas station with little baby. He riding Lambo's. This is I'm fact. Cr I'm crying. I didn't make that up. You like, 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 you thought I made that up? Yes. Oh, that's facts, G. Like, <laughs> Lil Baby has a bar that says, and when I'm in the H, I be with Harden. And literally, when he be in Houston, he be with Harden. This <laughs> is not a lie. I did not make that up. That was not a joke. He probably dead ass was out riding Lambos with Lil Baby. Like, like, four days too many. And they was like, yo, bro, relax. You ain't been quarantined, G. Go sit in the crib, bro. No. No, they said he had COVID. No, they didn't. 
no report was ever confirmed that he had COVID. That was some uh, other. It was never confirmed that he had COVID. We we don't know. I mean, Sam never tweeted. Whoever them whoever them dudes is, they must be some insiders. They've been getting some inside scoops. Who are you talking about that uh, account that said? I mean, I mean, whatever. Yeah, but they the ones who reported it. Yeah, but it was never reported. Reported that he had COVID. How do you how do you report report some? What does that? Sam's mean? never said none. The Rockets never said none. So I don't know. It's still speculation at that point. I'm crying at this man Harden really out here riding. Riding Lambo's a little baby. You, you like you thought I was joking? You found it? Yeah. Put it in the thing. I can't. Oh, okay. I, I don't. I can't download it right now. But that is absolutely hey, hilarious. Lambo's a little baby. I'm crying. This is hilarious. Shout out to Harden, man. I'm on the flow. I'm definitely finna make this to cover this episode. <laughs> I ain't even got to put no filter on this man. Harden is hilarious, bro. <laughs> James Harden, top five funniest athletes ever. It's my guy, man. Harden world, man. Harden yeah. world. But, but no, but no, yes. I. But the thing about Houston is, I think that this year and next year are their best chances. Yeah, really. This year, I think this year is they honestly their 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 best chance to win. Um, but next year as well. But this year and next year, and and if it don't happen, then. Man, I don't even know, bro. I don't know what they're gonna do. I'll they, they they might have to break it up. I don't even know who you trade. I, I don't know who you end up trading. You like, trade, do you think I think you trade everybody to be honest? I think, yeah, maybe everybody, or you may think that you know Russ has more longevity because you think that maybe he he, he keeps himself in better shape than Harden. So maybe he has more longevity, so you end up trading Harden. But I think the break will also be good for Harden because I thought that even you could see Harden had a little bit of wear and tear on him. Like, I didn't know if he was healthy. I thought his style was a little bit hurt, and I, and I thought he had some wear and tear on him. So I think the break will be good. I, I think the break will be good for everybody who had any type of Knicks. And, again, Russ is a guy that even with Corona, I think Russ has been working out. Russ has been keeping himself in shape. And, you know, I think he can still even come back and jump right into it and be ready to go. Like, I don't – even with the, the, the virus, I don't see Russ – being a guy who's going to come out and be, you know, completely out of shape. I don't see that happening. Yeah, so I mean, I, he was in shape. I think that's why he caught COVID because he was, COVID. he was hanging around with Kevin Hart trainer uh, and, and and running heels and laughing and making Instagram videos and telling jokes and stuff. So, I mean, I think that's why he caught it. I think that the Rockets really this year, I'm, 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 I'm getting real close to saying they're done. I really am. I think if, if Russ, if Russ is not playing the first game, they're done. I mean, if Russ can't play, uh, if Russ don't play in that first game, then they're done, bro. They're done. If Russ can't play home, then 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 if they, Russ man. if Russ can't play, they getting they losing the first round to the Thunder. And Chris will. Paul gonna get his revenge. Yeah, Chris Paul gonna gloat all around that. Bruh, and also, if the Thunder win in the first round, I never ever 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 want to ever 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 hear you mention James Harden name again. Why? What do you mean? Why the Thunder arguably have a better team than the Rockets without? Uh, We're not gonna do Rock. this. We're not gonna do this. You said that man was the MVP. We're not gonna do this. We're not gonna do this. That's what. This what we're not gonna do. This is what we're not gonna do. You not gonna sit up here and make no excuses for small game, James. Without oh. Russ, oh, what about him averaging forty and all that? That's that's one man. Oh, he can't get out the first round. If Russ could Michael dead, Jordan get out the first round with this Rockets team? Then no. I don't want to hear about it. Yes, he could. You're wait, a liar. Wait, 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 
Whoa, 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 whoa. Michael Jordan couldn't make it out the first round of this Rockets team. I don't know who we playing. Who we playing? Who we playing? G91 Mike, 92 Mike couldn't make it out the first round of this Rockets who team. Who is he playing? What team? 95 is Mike, 96 Mike. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. 96 Mike, 97 no. Mike. No, hell no. Earlier yes. Mike got a better day. Yes. 91 Mike, yes. sure. 91 yes. Mike, sure. 97 Mike, you done lost yes. your damn mind. So. You're tripping. Also, oh, by the way, who they playing? It don't matter. If they play in the Thunder, play. he better win. If it was LeBron, he better win. Okay, look. 91 Mike. If it was LeBron, he better win. Why, why did James Harden get a pass? Listen, listen, why did James Harden get a pass? Listen, listen, let me backtrack that. If it's 91 Mike, if it's young Mike, and he play on the team, yes, he could win. Reason being is because Michael Jordan would also probably be the best defensive player on the court. If it's 97 Mike, hell no. That's not happening. They put up a great fight, though. They somebody, fight somebody, somebody say any version of bike. Somebody said LeBron and AD can do it with an ass bench. Even exactly. Come on, man. Stop. Yeah, LeBron it, and AD. Yeah, yeah. Huh? LeBron uh, and AD. Sure. All right. Yeah, I agree. But you're not gonna sit up here. You're not gonna. You're not gonna be disrespectful. Michael Jordan on any team in the NBA playoffs this year can get out of the first round. On the Nets. Lie, lie, lie. Tell a lie. Look it's, at the camera and tell a lie. Look at oh, the camera. Y'all just swatting the shit out of your shit. Slotting wait a minute. Shit. Hold on, wait a minute. Hold on, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Where are the nets in the standards, though? Eighth. Hold on. Let me see. Even got the Raptors strapping. G, 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 G. The Raptors strapping, Mike. G. The Raptors strapping, Mike. Strapping, Mike. No, they're going to play the Raptors in the first round. Give me Mike. Give me Mike. Give me Mike. Give me Mike. No. Give me no. Mike, prime no. Mike. Give me no. prime Mike over the Raptors. Boxing one on that man and it's over with. G. Give me prime. No, how you gonna run a boxing one? We got Spencer Dinwiddie out there, so and we got home. Jared Allen. Oh damn he, huh? He not playing. He at the crib. Wait he a minute. Know that? That's why he was on Facetime with Taylor Rooks. Dinwiddie not playing. You know how many Nets not playing, G? Half their team not play. G. Jamal Crawford, Mike. All right, all right, G. I'm keeping real, G. <laughs> he can smoke, G. They strapping Mike, G. They strapping Mike. I love Mike, but they strapping okay, Mike. Look, okay, look, okay, look, okay, look, okay, look, okay, look. I love Mike. They okay, strapping look. Mike. Oh, any Western Conference team. They strapping this shit out, Mike. Western Conference team. All right, all right. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Somebody said James Harden has more pressure on him than anyone. I think he does. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. Oh my God, that has got. LeBron has there. more pressure on him than uh than uh than uh anybody. Hey, Luke Kane, you on drugs? Stop the stop doing the Trailblazers Mellow versus LeBron Lakers in the conference finals. You no, but if that happened in the first round, I really don't want to play Portland. Yeah, they, they'll be all right. I hope the Lakers lose to Portland in the first round. It could happen. And the Bucks still have a chance to win 60 games this season. Bucks have a chance to go 61 and 12. The Lakers only have a chance to go 57 and 14, which is also the reason why LeBron's not the MVP over Giannis. Wait, what happened? The Lakers have the chance to finish the season 57 and 12. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. 57 and 14, and the Bucks have the chance to finish the season 61 and 12 
if they if they went out for the rest of the season. That's also I mean, the reason why LeBron. Like, yeah. like, 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 let's just, let's just, let's just like relax. Giannis, Giannis is the MVP. The, low key, Mike on the Grizzlies beating the, beating the hell out of the Lakers. I mean, yeah, because him and Mike, going, Mike, Ja, Jaron Jackson, oh, they going ham. And Valentunas, work. Yeah. Low key, Mike on this year's Grizzlies from 91 okay. to 98, they winning a ring. For, you you put, G, you put Michael Jordan on the Grizzlies? Put Mike on the Grizzlies, they win in the ring. Mike on the Grizzlies, they win in the ring. Uh-huh. Let Kawhi see that man. What? Let Kawhi see that man. Mike ain't been guarded by Kawhi. Nah. Mike on the Michael Jordan on the 2016. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. On the 20 on the 2016 Grizzly, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, 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 they win the championship. I really think no, they could. They're not, they're yes, they winning. could. No, they're not Ka- winning. Kawhi can't guard Mike. He, he can. He, he can. Not now. Stuff. Not now. In fourteen, <laughs> when he had LeBron frustrated because he, he was coming in the game. Yeah. Not now. Not now. No, he can't. No, he can't. No, he can't. That's a fable. That's a fable. That's a fable. Shut him down. He can guard him. No, he can't. How? They threw Gerald Wilkins on Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan shot forty percent. You ain't got no comeback for that. Exactly. 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 Gerald Wilkins and John Stark guarded Michael Jordan, and he shot 40% against New York. Now, he averaged a crazy amount of points, but he shot 40%. Exactly. So how is LeBron supposed to beat these Clippers, then, if it's just him and AD? Exactly. I told you. I don't think Lakers can, can, can beat the Clippers. I, I told you that. I said that the whole time. No, they can't beat the Clippers. I told you that. No, I don't think they can. I think the Clippers can beat the Rockets. I don't think that they can beat the Clippers. You think the Clippers can beat the Rockets, but they what? You think the Rockets can beat the Clippers, but you don't think the yeah. Lakers? Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 One too many brews. But all right, man. I guess, man. Um, this was a good episode, man. I, I enjoyed this episode, man. Really, really. Shout out to Leslie. Um, you know, you, you know, for coming through. Uh, you know, we appreciate him. Um, it, it was really, really nice and refreshing to have a Hooper on. Um, but a guy that's currently hooping. You know, I'm still personally waiting on us to get that first NBA player, um, the first active NBA player. I don't care who it is. It could be Boban. You know what I mean? I saw I'm, Boban in the club once. Shout out Boban. Boban got to be big as hell. When I saw Boban, Boban had like, I, I was like standing up on the table and like Boban was taller than me. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I'm like standing. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like literally in a section. Boban still taller than me. I'm like, all right, bro. Mm. That's hilarious. Man tried to go one-on-one with Boban and still lost in, in, in the height. Yeah, you know how tall you got to be? Tall as hell, bro. You was probably hella in, like, uh, in, in some place where the booth, like, four feet in the air <laughs> on an elevated platform. Boban's still taller than me. I'm like, all right. 
That's hilarious. But anyways, fans, make sure all of you all out there go right now and you like and you subscribe to this channel. This is Hoops and Brews, a.k.a. HB Media TV. Make sure you go, you like, you subscribe, you watch the video. We also have, I have my own show. I have a Clipper show called The New Show in L.A. Pavi's Daily Takes will be coming back as the NBA comes back. We got King Watch, which is an all-Lakers podcast for all our Lakers fans. The Win Daily Show is now on YouTube.com slash HB Media TV. We also have the For the Love of Sports show by Michael Raziel on there. So we have a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of shows, a ton of content with the NBA coming. We cover the NBA. We are credentialed NBA members we will continue to bring you highlights press and coverage of everything as the season unfolds make sure you like and you subscribe this video as always you can find me on twitter at real tpj that's r-e-e-l-t-p-j it's a film joke if you don't get it you damn dummy make sure you please don't drink and drive as always if you're watching hoops and brews if you're over the age of 21 please drink in moderation don't drink and drive if you're under the age of 21 you better not be drinking don't do it it's wrong you better not be fucking drinking and as always, this show, co-star, stars, rap extraordinaire, Pavi. Go ahead, talk to the people, let them know where they always, can find man, you at. Follow me on Twitter, at Pavi, where P-A-V-Y, word, all one word. My new project is out right now. I just feel like rapping. Uh, it's an EP. Go check that out. And um, I should be putting out another project in like a couple weeks. So make sure y'all look out for that and go check that out as well. Exactly. And as always, please make sure you go. You subscribe to us now on Patreon. These videos will go private. So if you want to find this video, be you know be one of our lucky Patreon subscribers. And the episodes will go up six hours before everybody else. You can also chat with me and Pavi. We also have other content, as I said, on the channel. So make sure you support them as well. Subscribe to their Patreons. Check out their exclusive content. And as always, we appreciate you guys. And until next time, we will get up with you all later. We appreciate you all for taking the time to watch Hoops and Brews. Thank you. Please make sure you like and you subscribe. And until next time, we will see you later. Peace out. Fresh like I just got a contract Fresh like I just got a max Roll up that we ballin' to the max Fresh like I got a contract Moving through the city, we be going. Yeah, yeah.